This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 106. In today's episode, I am talking about a certain kind of love. This is a love that pulls away. This is a love that you have to work really hard for. This is a love that only shows up if you do what it wants you to do. This is a love that is mean and cruel. You guessed it. It's manipulative love. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Today's episode is going to address something in relationships that so many of us experience, unfortunately. It is manipulation. And manipulation is something that goes unspoken. It's something that goes unaccounted for. And even it goes on in relationships and people don't hold each other accountable to it. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today because I just feel that it's important that we talk about the elephant in the room and we know how to address it. And so I want you, if you are, have ever experienced some sort of manipulation in a relationship, I want you to nod your head (laughs) because I think most of us have, whether we were on the giving end or the receiving end, nevertheless, it was still mean. And so manipulative love is what our episode is called today. So have you ever experienced someone pulling their love away from you when you didn't do what you wanted them to do? Have you ever had to work really hard for someone's love? Have you ever only received love when you showed up a certain way? It is mean and it is cruel and it is called control. And I have had several conversations over the last few weeks. And I realized that this is something that a lot of my ladies don't even realize that they're doing. A lot of men do it too. But a lot of ladies don't realize when your husband, significant other, boyfriend, whatever, when they don't do what you want them to do, Do you, wives, do you withhold sex from your husband? Do you stop? Do you not cook for them? Do you completely change your behavior and the way that you treat them because they didn't do what you wanted them to do or they didn't do what you expected them to do? This is a mirror conversation. 
So I want to I want you to look at yourself. Do you ever or have you ever done those things where you expected your husband to do something and when they didn't do it, you shut down, you didn't say anything and you expected them to know what they did wrong because they should know you and they should know you by now. They should have known what you wanted. They should know you better. Right. This is manipulative love. If you pull your love away from someone because they didn't do what you wanted them to do or they didn't do what you expected them to do, this is called manipulation. It is very important for you to understand that by you changing your behavior because someone didn't do what you wanted them to do, it's because you couldn't control them. It's because you couldn't, couldn't, you couldn't even predict or they couldn't predict <laughs> something that they were going to do. It is mean and it is cruel. And no one wants to be on the receiving end of, of manipulative love. No one wants to be on the receiving end. And so those who dish it out, those who dish it out regularly, oftentimes when they receive manipulative love, they are, it's really easy to identify that, oh, they're manipulative or they're a manipulator. But when you dish it out, it's not so easy to recognize. So today, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror. Do you manipulate your love towards your children when they don't do what you want them to do? When they don't meet your expectations, do you pull your love away? Do you pull promises away? Do you pull praise away? This is manipulation. Manipulation is one of those behaviors that can totally ruin relationships. Hear me. Manipulation in relationships is one of those behaviors that can completely ruin relationships. It is not fair. It is not kind at all. I have been on the receiving end of relationships where if I did not show up a certain way, if I did not do, behave, respond a certain way, the other person's love was pulled away. Do you know how horrible that feels? I have a lot of those those of you who are recovering people pleasers or maybe even people pleasers right now as you hear the sound of my voice. I know you know what manipulative love is. And it's mean and it's cruel. And so if you said yes to, oh no, yes, I pull my love away. Yes, um, when my husband or my best friend or my mom or my children don't do what I expect them to do. They don't do what I want them to do. They don't do what I expect them to do. And you, your behavior changes towards them. I want you to really be very honest with yourself and understand and recognize that this behavior is manipulative. And it has to do with you not feeling in control of the person or in control of the situation. And 
we have to get to a place where we do the self work. We do the soul work. We do the work on ourselves to become better people so that we can cultivate and create better relationships. Because I don't know about you, but I do not want to be in relationships with people who have manipulative love. I don't want those kind of people in my life where if I don't do something that you want me to do, that you no longer love me. That if I don't do something that you expect me to do, that you no longer love me. I don't have room in my life for people who love like that. We all want to be with people. We all want to have relationships with people who will love us in our good and love us in our not good. They will see us through the good times and celebrate with us, but they will also be there with us when we are struggling. But guess what? In order to cultivate and create relationships like that, you've got to show up and be that person as well. Because you are going to you are going to attract who you are. You are going to attract who you are. So if you are a master manipulator, guess what? You're going to a you're going to attract a master manipulator. Because oftentimes we're mirrors of each other. And the things that we don't like in other people, if we were to do the soul work and really look at ourselves in the mirror, we would see that same aspect of what we don't like in ourselves. But it's so much easier to identify it in someone else, isn't it? Than ourselves. Absolutely it is. And so if you pull your love away, If you withhold sex from your husband because he didn't do what you expected him to do or he didn't do what he said he was going to do and you shut down, you pull your love away from him, you withhold sex from him, you don't cook for him, you don't clean, you are just expecting him to know what is wrong. Master manipulation. This is how you change it. Have the conversation. Let him know it really hurt when you did X, Y, and Z. Or I'm, I'm really disappointed that you didn't do or you didn't say whatever. But you've got to communicate what that thing that you are upset or you are hurt over. You have got to communicate it to him because nine times out of ten, He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know he's hurt you. He doesn't even know what he did to upset you. Nine times out of 10, he doesn't even know. And I don't understand why we as women do that. I don't know why we think that our man is going to think the same way we do because they don't. I don't know why we think that because we've been with them for five years, 10 years, five months, 15 months, whatever, that they should know us. Well, guess what? Even after 15, 20 years, (laughs) oftentimes they still don't. And so it is your responsibility to let them know, hey, it really hurt me when you lied to me or even ask them. Oftentimes you're assuming that they lied, but they didn't. But you assumed because all of the cards are aligning. 
right? So you assume that they lied, but they may not even lie. They may not have even lied, but you didn't even give them the, the courtesy to ask, hey, this is what happened. This is what I heard. You know, can you tell me, is this, the, is this true? Is this, is, is this what's going on? Like you, the person that you're in relationship with that you say you love, why wouldn't you ask? Why wouldn't you ask them the question? Why would you automatically assume or why would you take someone else's word for something that they did or that they didn't do as opposed to going to the person and asking them, hey, did you do this? Hey, did you say this? This is called maturity. This is called being mature in relationships. And this manipulation goes on. It's, it's going on in so many different ways and so many different relationships and dynamics, whether it's mother, daughter, or husband, wife, or brother, sister, or sister, sister. There's so much manipulation going on because the control, the control issues that so many people have are not being addressed. They are not being confronted. They're not being faced and recognized and even taken seriously as areas that you need to work on. You need to work on your control issues because if you think that you're going to continue to create solid, healthy, thriving relationships and continue to be manipulative, you are completely mistaken because all you're going to create is other manipulative relationships. And then you guys are going to be going back and forth to see who can be the most manipulative. That is not something that you're wanting to teach the next generation if you have children. This is not something you want to teach to the generation after that, because guess what? It's going to transfer because the way you are and how you act in your relationships is something that is caught from your children. So if you are yelling and screaming in your relationships, if you cut off your relationships because they don't serve you anymore, because you can't manipulate and control anymore, if you cut them off, guess what? That is what your children are going to learn how to do. They're going to learn how to cut off relationships that no longer serve them that they cannot control. They're going to learn how to, or they it may be the opposite. They may learn to attract manipula- manipulators in their lives because that's all they've seen. Because that is all you've attract into, attracted into your life are manipulators, controlling people. And so this is a, it's a tough conversation to have because who nobody wants to admit that they're a manipulator. Nobody wants to admit that they have control issues. Many of us do. Most of us do. But, you know, for you to be brave enough or mature enough to look in the mirror and and even acknowledge that mm, I do have control issues. I do. I am a manipulator is huge. Right. But now that you've identified that about yourself, now you've got to a choice to make. And and that is making a significant change in your behavior. And the very first thing to do is one, acknowledge that you are you do manipulate in your relationships or you do like being controlling in your relationships. That's the first thing you do. But then the second thing is to make the shift, make the change. So instead of 
shutting down, instead of pulling your love away, instead of making that the other person in the relationship work hard for your love, communicate, let them know what's bothering you. Let, let them know kind of what's coming up, what's showing up for you and how you're feeling. And, and don't, especially ladies, don't assume that you really know what's going on without asking the person involved. Don't assume that you know everything that happened because Susie Joe over here told you that your man said X, Y, and Z, and then that was a lie. But you believed Susie, you believed Susie Joe over your man. What is that? No way. You go to your man. Be brave enough to go to your man and ask them. Hey, I heard something that sounded like a lie. And I wanted to ask you, I wanted to talk to you about it. Be brave enough to have the conversation. And that really is why people are manipulators and controlling people anyway, because they're not necessarily brave enough to have the conversation. They're not brave enough to talk about something that may be confronting in nature. No, a lot of people do not like to have confronting type conversations. They will avoid them at all costs. And so have the conversation, be brave enough, care enough about the relationship to have the conversation. And don't assume that you know all of the details and all of the correct information about the situation before you decide to shut down, pull your love away and cut that person off because it's mean. And one of the things, the other thing that I wanted to encourage you to do, if you found, if you find yourself, when you look into this mirror, find yourself, ooh, I'm manipulating, or I'm wanting to control this person. I want you to put yourself in that person's shoes. Do you like being controlled? Do you like being manipulated? I can probably answer that question for you. And the answer is no. So why would you do it to someone else? Why would you do it to your daughter or your son or your husband or your wife? Why? And that's a question to ask yourself. Why do I feel like I have to control this person? Why do I feel like I have to manipulate them? Why do I feel like I have to do those things in order for them to do what I want them to do? What is going on in you that makes you feel so adamant about needing to control the situation. It really, the deeply, the deeper rooted issue of people who manipulate and control is insecurity. When you feel insecure, oftentimes you feel out of control. So of course, you're going to want to control. And then when the control grows into a bigger monster, it turns into manipulation. And so if you are insecure because you don't feel good enough or you don't feel like you are worthy enough or you don't feel desirable enough or any of those things, right? You, the way to try to harness that insecurity is through control. And then when control starts to grow, it turns into manipulation, And so the deeper rooted issue is insecurity. And so what are you insecure about? And why? I can, we can probably trail back to somewhere in your childhood as to why you may be feeling insecure. But 
now that you are most likely an adult, now is the time to do the work. You do no, you no longer want to be in relationships that manipulate because they end up being becoming toxic relationships in your life because it's a, it's like a hate love relationship. So you are in, you've attracted a manipulator to your life. And now because of your own insecurity, because of your own low self-esteem, right? Or, or low confidence, you now feel like you've got to do a dance and a jig in order to receive love. And this may be a pattern in your life because this is what you've learned how to do because your mother or your father was a manipulator and you had to earn their love. Well, let me just tell you, you were created out of love. You were created out of truth. And when God created you, he created you with unconditional love. And so many of us don't even know what that is. We don't even know what that feels like to be loved unconditionally. No matter how we show up, no matter what we look like, no matter anything that we say or we do, any decision that we make, if we sin, if we lie, all of those things. If we, and people will try in your life, will try to convince you that they love you unconditionally. But I want you to I want you to really pay attention to the people in your life. Do they really love you unconditionally? Can you offend them and they are quick to forgive you? Or do when you offend them, do they cut you off, change your number, block, block you from their phone? That's called manipulation and controlling love. Or do they say, hey, this hurt when you said what you said to me offended me. And I was hurt, but I just wanted to talk you. I just wanted to talk it out with you because you, you and our relationship matter more than me giving my power away to the offense. It takes a very strong, mature person to have that conversation. But I would think that that would be the goal, right? That would be the goal for most of us, that we want to get to a place where we can forgive quickly, where we can identify our shortcomings and work on developing them more to become a better version of ourselves. I would think that we would want to get to a place where we don't judge ourselves. We don't judge each other because we're all a work in progress. We are all, we all have work to do to get better in one way, shape or form. But when it comes to manipulation, don't be that person. Don't be that person that manipulates your friends, that manipulates your spouse, that manipulates your children because of an insecurity in you that is trying to grasp this, <laughs> the grasp the relationship in a way that makes you feel more in control versus feeling out of control. And when you feel out of control, you start manipulating and you start controlling and as opposed to creating and cultivating safe, brave spaces for whoever the other person is in the relationship. And it starts with a conversation. It's not fun. It's not fair. I can't begin to tell you how many women I've talked to who will shut down and pull their love away in a hot second. If their boyfriend or their girl, their best friend 
or their children don't do what they want them to do. So a couple things, either you are going to create people pleasers. Nobody wants to create a people pleaser, trust me, right? So you're going to create a people pleaser because this person now is insecure because your love has been manipulating. Your love has been controlling. Your love is not constant or consistent or unconditional. They only receive love from you if they act a certain way, do a certain thing, say a certain thing, behave a certain way. It is manipulation to the max. And so I hope that this conversation just sparked some some thought process, a thought process in you, more so a focus on you and the areas of insecurity in your life. Where is it that you feel the need to control? Where is it that you feel the need to manipulate? Is it in your parent-child relationship? Is it in your, your, your mother-father? Is it in your relationship with your parents or your relationship with your children, your relationship with your best friends, your relationship with your siblings, your relationship with your spouse? Where do you feel the most need to control and manipulate? That's the very first place that you look in the mirror around areas of insecurity. Think back to when you were a child. What is it that you grew up seeing? How did your parents relate or engage in front of you? Was there manipulation? Was there control? Was your mom a people pleaser? Was your dad a people pleaser? And then now look at the relationships that you've attracted. Are they mirror images of what you saw growing up? Maybe, probably, all of the above. But guess what? You can change it. You can change it by identifying. You can change it by having the conversation, being brave enough to have the conversation with the person who either is manipulating you or you feel like you are manipulating. Have the conversation. It is very hurtful. It's very, and it's mean, especially when people are, they feel empowered by manipulating and controlling another person. And it stems again from a level of insecurity in you. When you feel insecure about something and you can't control it, the very first thing you're wanting to do is control and manipulate. And it translates in your relationships. And so I wanted to talk about manipulative love because we are going to be moving into a a place of celebrating love. And we have to identify the different kinds of love that is out there so that we can also see what's in us and see the things and the areas that we're wanting to work on so that we can show up intentionally, we can show up deliberately, we can show up in a way that loves unconditionally. And it takes work, it takes practice, it takes doing the soul work, it takes doing, it takes a conversation 
it, it, and we can no longer avoid or ignore certain aspect of our lives, aspects of our lives that hinder us from loving fully. Because that's really what relationships are about, right? Relationships are about love. And I really understanding the definition of what love, unconditional love really is. And so this is just the beginning of our, of the different episodes and series that we're going to discuss over the next few weeks and few months around love. And I thought it would be just, I thought it would be great to, to start out with manipulative love since it just permeates so many of our relationships, so many of our relationships, even our work relationships, right? There's manipulative love. And so I want to help you learn how to identify it. I want you to, I want to help you learn how to identify it in yourself. So then you can identify it in others. Because for all my single ladies who are desiring to be married, I need you to know how to identify manipulative love because you do not want to attract manipulative love in your life in the form of a husband. No, no, (laughs) that is not what we're looking for. And so there you may have to do more work in order to not attract someone who's manipulative and controlling, but someone who is going to be love you unconditionally, give you the space and the room to grow and make mistakes and fail and, you know, have all of these flaws, but they're going to love you anyway. That is my prayer and hope for you. And so thank you so much for um, always for listening, for sharing, and for continuing to support the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Love you so much. Connect with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media, on Instagram at wife.wisdom. And we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom Podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week.
The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.